At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in. We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. I believe that's what Michael Gaughan calls it. South Point. No? Doesn't call that? <laughs> no. No, he doesn't call that? Kelly Bidlin establishes a pop star first hour of the show, in case you missed uh, the first hour. He Just has the goods. Like this. Do it again? Just got to sing like this. <laughs> and everybody thinks it's great. Put some techno music behind me and I'm a superstar. <laughs> Billie Eilish, ladies and gentlemen. Billie Eilish. It's whisper. It's phenomenal. Uh, it does say something about how great March Madness is that, like, it took us almost the first, the whole first hour to get to our golf and tennis picks. We're yeah. Like, oh, yeah, forgot. We totally forgot. Picks. Um, speaking of which, let's bring in Will Hill, everybody. He was the winner, the winner of the Circa College Basketball Contest here at VEASAN, the Matt Humans Invitational. He joins us now from his lair somewhere on the East Coast. How you doing, Will? Gil, what's going on? Not not running on a whole lot of sleep here, so I'm going to try to put some uh, some coherent thoughts together, but I can't make any promises. Okay, no promises. We won't hold you to anything. Before we before we get your college basketball thoughts, um, I mentioned to Kelly earlier in the week. I'm like, okay, Jokic plays Embiid on Monday. What percentage? I'm asking you to completely speculate because we'll never know the answer to this. But like, what percentage of voters do you think will actually? base their decision on how those two players do in that head-to-head. Let's expand it, because it's really a round robin between the three teams, right? If you throw the Bucks into the mix as well. They all play each other, and the Nuggets right here have the uh, the two straight games now against both uh, the Bucks and the Sixers, but then the Bucks and Sixers will play each other in April. What percentage of voters do you think will actually base their decision based on this round robin of games? MVP. Too many MVP. We're talking too many. Yeah, too many. I, I think you're many. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if you listen to some of the voters just trying to read the room that everyone seems to say their, their votes sort of up for grabs here. So, I mean, we've got what 90% plus of the season in the bank here, and we're going to come down to a couple games here in you know, late March. I, I don't know that that's the way to do it, but um, I don't, I don't know what the bet is here. Is it Jokic at a plus price? Is it Giannis at a plus price? I, I've been, you know, taking little pieces of each guy here and there. I had Jokic early in the season. So I honestly have no idea who's going to win. I have no conviction who's going to win. I guess I would just go with Giannis because he's got the longest odds at this point. But I don't, you know, I don't feel great about any sort of bet right now. I think it's completely up in the air. Yeah. Are you playing any NBA these days or are you just college basketball focused? 
I'm just going to wait for the thunder to get to the finals and I'll probably hedge against my bet there. That was a slight <laughs> detour last night on the way to the finals as they lost by like a hundred points to the Clippers, but uh, very little here and there. I th- like you, I'm just immersed in survivor, which uh, I don't have to worry about anymore. Unfortunately, thanks uh, to Michigan state. Yeah. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll start playing a little more. It's, it's super wonky though. This time of the year, it really is. Yeah, I'm in it, but I'm not in it. If you know what I mean at this point, uh, could have, what could have been, I like the way I played it though. I have no regrets. Uh, let us talk about this. So I asked Dallin Cuff from ESPN earlier on the show um, if he has graduated to allowing himself to think that FAU could win the whole shebang here. You, famously on the Megapod, we already know how you feel about the Owls. You had them going to the Final Four. They are on the doorstep now. They are one game away uh, from doing that, obviously. Kansas State is going to have a big say in whether that happens or not. Have you graduated to thinking Actually, the Owls could win the whole thing. No, they're not going to win the whole thing. I've thought about it, and look, they're three games away. Uh, I think there's a lot of parallels, and I kind of thought this maybe subliminally when I made the pick. There's a lot of parallels between this team and the Loyola Chicago team. What, five years ago now? Wow, it's amazing. That's five years ago. Um, If you remember, Loyola won a buzzer beater against Miami their first game, and that was sort of their close call. And then they met Kansas State in the Elite Eight. I guess those are the parallels right there. They killed Kansas State in the Elite Eight. So uh, hopefully that trend continues. But no, I mean, usually these Cinderella's, whether it's the Butlers, the VCUs, they can get to the Final Four. Maybe they get to a title game at best. But I I have a hard time seeing them actually cut down the nets. Who was the kid that played for Miami? Lonnie, who was the kid that played for him that year? Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker. Was it Walker? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was their guy that year. Um, Okay. So what about tonight's game? Big spreads, as we know, with the exception of the Texas Xavier game. Are you you feeling it's chalky night? Are you playing a lot of dogs? What's happening tonight? I like San Diego State. I really think they can slow the pace. I I think they have the athletes, the guard play to, to take what Bama does on offense away from them, which is get to the rim, shoot the threes. I think there's a lot of variance in this game. Like if Bama just sinks all their threes, obviously they're going to win. But if you can keep Bama, uh, you know, at a reasonable rate from behind the line and, and play good defense on the perimeter, I think San Diego State can really slow this game down and, and keep it close. I think if you like San Diego State, you play the under two. To me, I mean, we don't talk a whole lot about parlays, but to me, that's super correlated with San Diego State and the under. I don't think they're going to win uh, a track meet here. So. I would, I would probably sprinkle a little on the money line too. I really think San Diego state's going to be right in this game. And it's really, it's amazing. I I heard this stat the other day. It didn't seem real, but it is the mountain West has never been to the elite eight, which is sort of hard to believe because San Diego state's been a really good team. They get a bunch of teams in, but uh, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think this will be a close game with San Diego state and Bama. I think Creighton rolls. I probably lay it there and, um, you know, I, I do like Texas too. I think we'll get it. My, my best bet of the night is probably Texas Xavier over. I think the over is making a comeback here. Mm. I think these lines are a little depressed in terms of the totals. And I just think, don't think Xavier will be able to, uh, to stay in front of Texas. I think Texas is just too good at the point of attack. Their, their wings, their athletes are just too good for Xavier. And I think Xavier will get their points too. So I think that's an over. Yeah, the Mountain West comment, I guess I'm not that surprised that no Mountain West team has gotten to the Elite Eight because you're right about San Diego State, but once you get beyond them, is it really that surprising? Yeah, I guess you're I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean it's just man, the Elite Eight, you get so many of these random teams to the Elite you Eight, you figure once they would have uh you're right. once they would have cracked the seal here. I think it's 0 and six all time in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. By the way, the championship formula, I should just say this out loud. Like as great as it it seems to have isolated all the teams, why do I not feel that good about Alabama and Houston in the end? Like, why, why is there just a voice in my head saying, I don't know. Like, they could get far, but are they one of those teams really going to win it all? I just have my doubts. 
Wishnev, the great Todd Wishnev said on the mega potties that there are 0.0 good teams. And I think there's yeah. some truth to that. It's just, it's just a strange year. There's not a lot of great teams for whatever reason. Uh, boy, how, how about if Michigan state won last night, uh, we would have had his pick of Michigan state in the elite eight yes. versus uh, my Florida owls pick in the elite eight. Yes. Everyone thought we were crazy. I mean, he had some crazy picks too in the, uh, in his bracket in the nether regions. We in the nether regions, as he called it, Todd said, Michigan state is getting to the nether regions of this tournament. And we called him a sugar He was almost uh, right about that. Uh, what could have been, by the way, the one game that we haven't really talked about from last night was UConn just destroying Arkansas. That game was over uh, before you could blink. Is there any team that looks any better than UConn at this point? No. And I think people forget because it was during football season. But if you remember Thanksgiving weekend, late November, then early December, they were the best team for a decent yes. amount of time. I and mean, they killed Alabama in that tournament up in Portland. Uh, and they struggled really in conference play, but you know, we've seen UConn do this in the past. I mean, I know it's a decade ago. There's no correlation between it. But uh, one of those years, I think it was with Kemba Walker, 2011, where they were great early on. They didn't play well in conference. Then they came on strong, won the Big East tournament, and uh, and, and won the the whole thing. So there, there's some similarities there. Obviously, they didn't win the Big East tournament, but they're playing extremely well. Uh, I, I really like them tomorrow against the Zags. It's funny, if you remember back in 1999, they played Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, and that was Gonzaga's first time yes. sort of on the scene. Nobody yes. had ever heard of them. And it's funny how narratives changed. The whole thing about Calhoun was he couldn't win the big one. He'd never been to a Final Four, never won a national championship, and you know he goes on. There was a lot of pressure on him that day, too, and, and they UConn won, but it was close. Just funny how things changed because you're, that was Calhoun's sort of rep that he couldn't win the big one. You're so right. 1999, and maybe it was different here in the Pacific time zone, but for those of us who are on the East Coast, we're like, Gonzaga, what is this school? Right, And now they're just so entrenched uh, since then in college basketball. But that, that was that Dan Dickow? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. 1999. Um, you, you just casually mentioned there. So UConn's a two point. Let's let's go to tomorrow. UConn's a two point favorite against Gonzaga. You said you you really like UConn. If I'm uh, correctly uh, sort of characterizing that, Kansas State is a two point favorite against your Will Hill, your Florida Atlantic Owls. What do you think there? I like Florida Atlantic. I think um, I just, I, I love this team. I think their guard plays outstanding. There's such a mental toughness with this team. I mean, that was not an easy spot. They look like they were going to get run out of the gym last night against Tennessee. We mentioned how it was a tough spot against Fairleigh Dickinson. This team just doesn't blink. They got a lot of guts. They're well coached. The guards are just uh, really good players. They have the big guy. I think they win again. Uh, you know, I mean, how many, if you're going to tell me now, Kansas state's going to bank in a bunch of threes, then maybe they won't. But uh, I, I do like Florida Atlantic. I think they get this done and they go to the final four here. And I've advanced to the stage now where I bet Florida Atlantic 40 to one. And I'm just kicking myself that I didn't bet more. So that's the, uh, <laughs> the psychology here of a better, it's just sports, there's no happiness. sports betting is the worst. Yes. It really is. The psychology is, will just be, <laughs> just destroy you it's like oh here i have this great bet yeah i still hate myself for not having bet more on it um and i'm in connecticut too this game is in madison square garden i could have put a lot on it i could have gone to see the game i could I'm, I'm envisioning all these scenarios where if i just bet more now that being said they could have easily lost to memphis if they just call a jump ball there of course, or, or don't of call course. A jump ball, they probably don't but yeah yeah. I mean, think about it. Michigan State, that game's in overtime last night. If, if, as you said, if Kansas State doesn't bank in those threes, we're sitting here pretty in Survivor in a way that you couldn't. I mean, all of this comes down to fortune in the end, right? Plinko. Uh, uh, as, ultimate, some as some would call it, Will. Plinko. Hmm. Who would come up with that? Uh, okay, so your two best bets for tonight again. Give us those again. Uh, Xavier in Texas over, and then I'll go San Diego. I'll, I'll do a, a parlay San Diego state in the under. How about that? All right. They're a little, little two teamer, little, uh, correlation 
uh, per Will Hill on that game. And then if I just if I just put you to the screws here and I said, all right, Will, smarty pants, who you got in the finals then? Who's winning this thing? Um, I will go. I, I, I pick Texas. I'll stick with Texas. Texas to win it all. I'll stick with Texas. Texas to win it all. Xavier's going to have uh, something to say about that tonight. Texas four-point favorites. You're not touching that game, though, I hear. Uh, boy, I, I think Texas will win. Maybe I'll take it on the money line. Something about the four scares me. If I if I had to, I would I would lay the points. I might end up with a Texas bet by the yeah. end of the day. By the way, the UConn four four and a half scared me yesterday too. And then like you know five minutes in, I'm like I'm an idiot. I'm an absolute. They covered they covered the four. Yeah, <laughs> they did cover this. By the way, Ted, that's our pro tip. They covered the four. Breaking news. UConn did last night. Thank you, Will. Let's plug the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Gold Boys Network, Gold Boys Discord. See you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Will Hill at not the Will Hill. By the way, I sounded like I'm a thousand years old, Kelly. I said, plug the Twitch. <laughs> Sentences you never think will come out of your mouth. Our tennis and golf rankings on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Billy Eilish style. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. This is from Chris Garbin at Chris Garbin 2. Apparently, uh, Chris Garbin 1 was taken. Gil did Survivor this year, thanks to you, and it is awesome. Any thought on Bama tonight, then come back with Creighton on Sunday. Chris, to answer that question, I would have to know where you are in your pool and if it is seating incentivized. So one can't really answer that. And, you know, really, if you're, if you're close to the top, if you need to take risks, that kind of thing. But I'm glad you are having a spectacular time with it. And I will say it again, it is the greatest thing ever. Crushes brackets. Touchdown, Jesus. Uh, upon the Taylor Swift merch line discussion, I was waiting for Kelly Bidlin to chime in with, a, with yelling, <laughs> barely audible, merch line. <laughs> <laughs> like splitting beds. Merch line, merch line. 
Ed Breezy. But you know, oh, no, Sean, Easy Breezy. You know, Sean B. He probably, got, he probably got some nice Taylor Swift uh, gear off of uh, yeah, e- eBay or something for 10 bucks a pop. McCollum? shirts. Yeah, of he course he did. go out there and flip them for 50 bucks a piece. I'm like, is that Sean McCollum in that, <laughs> in that Swifties line? I think it is. <laughs> my uh, girlfriend's daughter, the lovely Gracie, my favorite human on earth, I asked her, I was like, do you want me to get Taylor Swift tickets for you? Like, I can try. I can't guarantee. Do you want me? She's like, nah. I just want to go to K-pop concerts with you. Oh, yeah. Then a whisper. I love her. Easy breezy. Tennis broadcast yesterday. They were saying that the courts in Miami were extremely fast compared to last year. And, of course, no comparability to Indian Wells where the uh, hard courts are very slow. And, and, and easy breezy, I would, uh, I would even add, it depends which court we're talking about, right? Stadium court plays different from the outside courts as well. Jason H11, well, I know FanDuel listens to a numbers game and drave a line drop from plus 121 to plus 100 the second you gave it out. They're all listening, Jason. The Better Life, Tim Lawson, Gil. I have a number of betting-related things to thank you for. Oh, that's very nice. But March Madness Survivor may be at the top of the list. Hands down, the best way to experience the tournament, even with my final entry losing last night. That is my favorite tweet of the day. But first of all, I love Tim Lawson. But that is, and, and the Better Life podcast. But that is, I, if, if I've done anything here, I hope that that got across. And, and I love hearing that back because it really is. The strategy involved in Survivor, in a bracket format, is unlike anything else. And what Tim said, I think, at the end there is, is, is exactly pitch perfect. Even with his final entry going out last night, even with me missing out, Michigan State wins that in overtime, I'm in third out of 1,660. Even with that not happening, just the satisfying nature of the whole thing. I know somebody who knows the guy who's in second place, Kelly. They said he, those two guys strategized about who he's picking today for three hours, he said. <laughs> he's in second place yeah. in the whole thing. I think he should go crazy. I mean, that's like know. where I like. I think one of the best things to do if you're living out here is, yeah, you can split a circa entry or something with a friend. I do this every year. I split one with a buddy back, uh, that's back east. And it's you get you get a chance to catch up with them every week yep. that you normally wouldn't do, right? Yeah. Someone you talk to every nine months or something. What percentage of people in Survivor do you think take Creighton tonight? It's got to be a huge percentage. So, so if you need to get points, or if you need to, it's moving day. I would take Princeton if you just have to have a hail mary. Um, okay, let's do. So this came up. Now you're wondering, like, well, you guys are going to do tennis and golf rankings? How did this come up? It came up because we were randomly talking about. Tennis picks the other day, and Kelly was just like, "Who, who are your number?" Oh, because I, I said you like your top five, regardless of surface. Well, because I said Rabakina, I, I said really the top three players in the world in women's tennis, regardless of what the rankings say, are Eagle one, Sabalenka two, Rabakina three. But Rabakina doesn't have points from winning Wimbledon, pandemic related stuff where Russian players didn't play. It's a whole thing. So. Oh. What the question is? What are your true rankings of women's and men's tennis players? And Kelly will do it for golf as well. So real quick, go win- go power rankings! Oh, plug it in! Plug it in! One hundred six point seven. Plug it in. So they do. Still what else we play? The buzz. <laughs> I love love FM radio. <laughs> We're the hits. That was, that was my rock station for like ten years. Where hip hop lives. All right, number one, WTA Ega. 12 titles, three slams, and really just healing now to get ready for a French Open where she's trying to win her third. Iga's number one. She's number one with, uh, with a wide margin in the real rankings. By the way, in, in parentheses, you'll see for those watching, are their actual current rankings. So Iga's one for me. Iga's one in the world. 
Uh, Arena Sabalenka, same thing. I've got her at two. She's number two in the world. Let's put it this way. I will uh, I will say this. The, the rear view mirror, right, objects appear closer in the rear view mirror would apply to Iga looking back at Sabalenka and Rubakina currently. So Sabalenka's two. I have Rubakina third, like legitimately third, even though in real life she's seventh in the rankings. By the way, tough match against uh, against uh, Kalinskaya last night. Rubakina got through in Miami. Uh, Jesse Pagula, number one American. I've got her fourth in the world. She's currently third in the ranks, but I got her fourth. Uh, Barbara Krajikova, this is probably the biggest difference. I've got her fifth. She's 12th overall, but we're talking all surfaces. That was your uh, yes, sort of your parameters. Yes, of service, which she's really great. makes this more difficult. She's great on clay. She's great on hard courts. She is basically Iga light, but she's beaten Iga this year, right? The only people that have beaten Iga are Sabalenka, Rabakina, Krajikova here recently. But I got Krajikova fifth behind Pagula, and then... Sixth might surprise some people. I have Belinda Bencic at number six. She's 10th in the real-life rankings. Bencic's numbers are spectacular. So I've got her at six, and I do everything data-driven here on serve, return of serve, uh, breakpoint percentage. I really dive into it 12-month, six-month, three-month. I've got Anjabor at seven. She's not playing her best tennis, but respect out of her two Slam finals last year. She's at seven. Caroline Garcia is my number eight, even though she's four in real life. I just think she doesn't in-game adjust as well as some of the others. Coco Goff is the number two American. I've got her at nine, even though she's six in real life. And then didn't really know who to put 10th. Maria Sakari, sort of my concession at 10. Men's side, won't surprise anybody. Djokovic one, Alcaraz two. There's no disputing that. Medvedev is who I have at three. Daniil Medvedev. He won 18 matches in a row before Alcaraz just beat him at Indian Wells. Medvedev deserves that respect. And then out of total respect, one of the gods of tennis, I got Rafa Nadal at four. Even though he's 12 right now, I'm not putting him any lower than well, four. This is where, this I'm is just where not. We, when we hit the men's side, this is what kind of yeah. we kind of tripped up on this part the other day, right? It's where do you stack Nadal right now? Uh, he's, he's hurt all the time now. He's in his, his last days, one would think. He's fourth. I can't put him any lower. Then it's, this is where it gets sort of like, hey – Pick and choose. I ended up with Yannick Sinner, the Italian, at fifth. He's 10th in real life. I got Ogier Aliasim at six. Then I, just a total concession, put Stefanos Tsitsipas at seven, just because I have to give him some modicum of respect. He's actually third in real life. I don't love betting on him, but he's seventh. Sasha Zverev, battling back from injury, is eighth. If he's full, he's higher than that. He's better than that. Holger Rune even though we have him as Holger Run, which sounds like Logan's Run at number nine. I think I got auto-corrected. <laughs> Holger Notskov Vitas Rune is at nine. And well, then I got always on the run. And then I got Cam Nori, a, tip, a, a nod in front of Taylor Fritz and the Andre Rublevs of the world. I got Cam Nori because Cam Nori's numbers on clay and hard courts are really good. And I know uh, Drew calls him Scam Nori, but I, I make him number 10. Golf, sir. Yeah, golf, I just did top, I did top 10 PGA Tour players power rate. So this no is no LPGA from you. Well, no LPGA. No, I, I say no live. Isaiah said the same thing. I don't. I don't handicap LPGA. I don't handicap live. There's not much data to handicap live. Now, if we went top ten men's golfers on the planet, yes, Cameron Smith belongs somewhere on this list. Mm. But we could sit here for hours arguing probably of where he where he belongs and where he doesn't. PGA Tour. I have more data to actually rank guys. He'd be top five, wouldn't he? Was that top five? Wouldn't he be? He'd be right around five or six. Okay. I don't know that I could put him ahead of Max Homa and Patrick Cantley right now. I debated this. I debated this for a while last night in my head, Gil, of whether I should include him or not. But 
The problem is he's played so little since the Open Championship and going to live, where all these guys have played so many more tournaments, I don't know where you could really put him at. It would have to be in that five, I think that five, six range. So starting at the top for the big three, it is still the big three for him, but it is Scheffler, Rahm, and Rory. Um, and I'll stand by this. Rory in a little bit of a swoon right now. John Rahm, uh, these guys have all three been incredible. There's no doubt about it. I'm saying a little bit of a swoon. I, a swoon for Rory McIlroy, not for re- regular golfers, right? Scotty Scheffler. Here's the really scary part about Scotty Scheffler. If his putting becomes more consistent, and he's only 26 years old, Gil. He can continue to get better and better. His uh, off-the-team motion scares me, but if that thing gets locked in, this guy is going to be the best on the planet. I, I already think I, he is. I said a year ago, yep. you got to have some of him in everything. So those are the top three. Max almost moved to number four for me right now. This guy has the win equity. He's going out there winning in big fields against some of the top. Patrick Cantlay has to belong right there. Tony Finau, no top ten Tony jokes anymore. This guy's out there winning these days. So he's up to six for me. Now we get to the guys that haven't won in a little bit. Xander Shoffley. Jason Day has to belong in this conversation wow. again this year. He has been stellar over the past few months. Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, you haven't shown me much recently, but I guess I got to include you. You've got Finau and Day ahead of Thomas and Morikawa. Yep. Wow. That is the shocker there to me. Mm-hmm. Always interesting. Kelly's top 10 golfers, power rankings. Adam Burke, college hoops and baseball next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. Picks from VSIN hosts, analysts, and guests Will Hill, among them who just joined us, Adam Burke, among them, who's about to join us, plus exclusive betting splits. Our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe and get this special March offer for just $19. By the way, speaking of the uh, tournament, Kelly. How about Crack going to the Masters and uh, we didn't get the invite? Didn't he say he was going to take us? I, I don't fully believe he did. That would have been cool, though. I thought he hinted he was going to take Numbers game live from the Masters. I'm too loud. Hey, uh, Gil, uh, we don't let your kind in here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you will when Max I, Homa has the matzo ball soup after this. I really think they'd have more of an issue with me these days. They'd be like, can you, you, get, your, can you get that other guy with you to be quiet a little bit? Like, they're trying to practice putting over. He speaks like he's Billy Eilish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is from uh, Douglas at Insta Instar Foods. He says, uh, appreciate and listen to the real guidance during the entertainment from you guys, but how do you guys store all of that random movie music and old sporting events at all in your heads for instant recall? KD has an insane work ethic. Success follows. I think it must mean you KB, Kelly. Well, I appreciate that, Douglas, yeah. but uh, I'm going to guess KD has a more insane with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, it really is. I, I mean, it's. I guess if you just grew up loving sports, we are not dissimilar to like. Yes, the fact that I still feel like Horace Brodnax took too many shots in the 1984 title game. Can you like? Can you do that thing where like I was mentioning this the other day? I can still name every World Series champion from my lifetime. I can't do it in other sports, no, but somehow it. I can do it in baseball. I, I gave up on that. Like in my like mid twenties, I feel like I could do that for everything. But it's like it, it became like a once a month practice, right? Like you'd kind of like run it through your head, like when yeah. you were I don't know doing something random. I, I think, just don't do that. Anymore. I think the answer is we're all a little bit on the spectrum. Mm, yeah, probably maybe the. Uh, I mean, like, the other one, I, w- I was joking with this w- about this during the break. There's also, like, things that stick in our brains because of memories, because of certain games yes. or, or players For or sure. bets or whatever, right? 
I was joking. I'm like, you could ask me about World Baseball Classic like details like today, and I'd be like, when they play that? Well, that was oh, that was just oh, three days ago. Well, World oh. Baseball Classic, yeah. If you don't, I mean, I was like, I went to the World Baseball Classic Championship. I don't even remember the year. I was like, in San Francisco, what year was that? 2009. Someone was like, no, it was 2013. Go. Here's another guy who has a encyclopedic knowledge of things. He is uh, really a key cog in the Veasan wheel. Multi-dimensional, whether on air or uh, behind the scenes, writing at Veasan.com or for our betting guides. It's Adam Burke. Everybody, how you doing, Adam? Good. I too know a lot of random, useless knowledge That's that right. only helps when you play bar trivia. That's right. <laughs> do you participate in bar trivia contests? I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm I sure do. you're. I'm sure I, you're I tough enjoy to it beat. A lot. I mean, a free bar tab is always nice. Does it go but. beyond sports? Like, can you do music and movies as well? Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, like I hear something and it just gets filed away. Right. And then it just. I'll be playing trivia and something will trigger it yeah. or, you know, like the question will come up. There, someone oh, will, if I, if I, I pull pick, it out of nowhere. If I had to pick bar trivia teams, like on the, the mock draft big board, it'd probably be Wes Reynolds one, Adam Burke two. Wes Reynolds probably Wes would be really good at it too. Yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But like, like if I'm Adam, I'm going to probably get offended by that. I, I was hoping he would so we could get like a head uh, head no. matchup. <laughs> we could just do thing. trivia with Wes and Adam on here yeah. one day. If you follow West on Twitter, you can't be offended by that. No, <laughs> it's he, he just there's always random stuff on there that I had no idea about. Like especially 70s and 80s music. He's Dude. not that much older than me. Dude, I say it to West all the time when he's here. I just want to hang out with West. It's incredible what he knows. Yeah. Sometimes we're doing long shots sometimes and he like pulls out the pull out factoids that like every like I think he says it in that tone like, "Oh, you guys remember this." And it's like, "Dude, <laughs> nobody remembers that." Like nobody. <laughs> If it's a 70s and 80s R&B contest, I'll destroy all of you, though. I'm just going to tell you right now. You can't be. It's very 90s action movies, yeah. I got it down. Yeah, it is very specific, Adam. You're right. It's like once I get past the mid-90s, I'm out. I just can't do it anymore. All right, you are literally just posting your piece at vsin.com on your plays today. First of all, how great was yesterday? Oh, it was great. It was, it was phenomenal. I mean, that... The ending of the UCLA Gonzaga game kind of stands on its own. Three, its three straight classics for those two teams, but... That Michigan State-Kansas State game was some high-level offensive basketball. That was probably the most fun game of the tournament. I basically spent two segments just roast. I mean, just toasting, I should say, or giving toast. What am I trying to say? Giving praise to. Putting up a glass and toasting Marquise Noel. You are toasting them. Yes. Yes. Um, Not roasting them. You're toasting them. Yeah. Well, some people might say, what are you toasting? Uh, Different. He was amazing. He He was incredible. He made every great decision. 19 assists, NCAA tournament record in Kansas State's 98-93 overtime win against the Spartans of Michigan State. Uh, yes, some very fortunate banked threes involved for sure, but hey, that's how the ball bounced. Uh, Didn't love the 35-footers that he took at the end of a couple of possessions okay. there, holding Kansas State plus one and a half. So but. you are right about that, right? Because like... I can't repeat what I said. Yeah. But there were things said about those decisions. That was very much one of the pet peeves that we've mentioned on this show, and I'm sure others have, which is okay, you're up. You're trying to milk the clock, but at the expense of an actual good shot. Right. Yeah. Which I kept saying, like, run your offense. Yeah. Like, you've scored, I think at that point, you know, when they had the, the two really, you know, long possessions late in that game in regulation and overtime, like, you had scored, what, 80 points or so at that point in time? Like, what you were doing was working. Why would you get out of your offense? I know you're trying to milk clock, but they can't stop you. They didn't stop you all game. Yeah. It's just like the prevent defense in football. Like, if if you have a lead big enough to run the prevent, why change what you're doing? Human beings, Adam. I guess so. Flawed brains. Yeah. Yeah, they'd like to go conservative, and sometimes that'll uh, that'll run you out of the place. Play to win. 
play to win. You you do like some stuff tonight, though. I do, yeah. I like a couple of games. I actually like both games. Um, you know, I, I like both games in Kansas City, actually, which I think is kind of interesting here. But we'll start with Miami and Houston. Houston's been a metric starling all year. I know you're an analytics guy. I'm an analytics guy. I've definitely been paying attention to that. But when you look at this Miami offense, they can do a lot of things. They can score in a lot of different ways. Houston hasn't really seen a whole lot of that throughout the course of the season here. There's not a single team in the American Athletic Conference that's top 100 in three-point percentage. Nobody's top 55 in two-point percentage. Miami is both. So for Houston, you look at Ken Palm. They've faced the 101st-ranked slate of opposing offenses. I think Miami can score here. I don't know if they can win this game necessarily, but I think they can score here. I like them getting seven and a half. Houston's a jump shooting team. Over 70% of their shots are mid-range jumpers or threes. If Miami's scoring, I think it's hard for Houston to win this game by margin. So I, I took the Hurricanes plus seven and a half here. If I came to you from the future tomorrow and I said, one of these big dogs, so let's throw the Texas, Texas Xavier game out. One of these big dogs in these other games, talking Miami, maybe you already called your shot there, San Diego State, and of course, Princeton won outright. The answer is... I'm not betting it, but I think it's San Diego State. Yeah. I, I think just because of the style of play that that game could become, and Alabama's so reliant on the three, and, and San Diego State's very good at defending it. You know, I mean, I, I think Alabama still prevails, but I think the game with the most likely upset potential with, you know, touchdown or more favorites would be that one. Even though I'm on Miami plus seven and a half, I just think Miami's defense scares the hell out of me. You, you That speaks to you probably think there's a more volatile yeah. array of outcomes to the other one? I think so. Again, yeah. because of Alabama's reliance on shooting the three. I mean, Houston shoots a lot of threes too, but it just it, it feels like Alabama's the type of team that could go, you know, seven of 34 from three and lose 62-60 or something like that. Mm. Anything else you like tonight or just that one? I like Texas tonight. I mean, for Texas, look, there's a little bit of familiarity here, and, and I generally don't love things I can't necessarily quantify, but they just won the Big 12 tournament in this venue. They play in this venue every single year. They stay in a hotel around the venue. They're familiar with everything that they'll be dealing with here in this game and in this situation. That's not the case for Xavier. And Xavier, great offensive team. Really, really strong offensive team. I do worry about them defensively. This is the type of game, I think, against a Texas team. It's very athletic, very long. This is maybe where you kind of miss Zach Fremantle, who went out back in, I think, uh, late January, early February. But Texas is a team that forces turnovers at a top 20 rate. Xavier doesn't force turnovers. I like to look for games where I might be able to steal, pardon the pun, some extra possessions. And I think I can get that here with Texas tonight. So I, I laid the four earlier in the week. I think four and a half is still okay here. Not surprising to you that of all the power conferences that the two that are gone are the Big Ten and given Jalen Clark's injury, the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, tough one for UCLA last night, obviously, for a variety of different reasons. Not only that, but Singleton was limited. And if a Dembona plays, Drew Timmy probably doesn't go off for 37 or whatever he went off for in that game. So, you know, bad luck for UCLA on the injury front, but... I said it on the Vston College Basketball Betting Podcast. If there was a game where the absence of Jalen Clark was going to show up, yep. it would be against a team like Gonzaga, who was number one in the country in offensive efficiency, pushes the pace, which forces you to defend extra possessions. Not totally surprised with the outcome. I'm kind of surprised with how the game played out, where Gonzaga got down big early and UCLA clawed back late. But I'm not surprised that Gonzaga almost scored 80 points in that game. Yeah, Timmy, 36 and 13, by the way. And UCLA, what, what, what do you say, 11 minutes and 20 seconds 
of the second half without hitting a shot. From and they the lost field. by a bucket. And they from lost like 35 by, feet. A, by a launch bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Adam Burke, uh, kind enough to uh, be in studio. He'll join us for another one. A little more college basketball. Some baseball thoughts. Baseball. What are we, a week away? Oh-ho. Six days. Six. I should probably do a podcast. It's a numbers game at Visa. The Sports Betting Network will do that on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action. With BetMGM Rewards, eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. I'm going to Ron Burgundy through some of these, Kelly. How about that? Want to live on the edge a little bit? No? Don't want to? Uh, the, the, uh, the opinions of this producer are not, are not <laughs> reflected by whatever Gil Alexander's <laughs> about to read. Keto Walker, Gil's top 10 WTA players, raises more debate than the Jordan-LeBron conversation. Happy Friday. Thank you, Keno. I love it. You can rank anything and get, and get people People angry. love rankings. <laughs> My girl, she says to me, like, she, she goes, you love ranking stuff. I'm like, yes, I do. It's Riley Grannon. Can we give a shout out to Adam Burke? I love you. I love this one, Riley Grannon, because I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I said so the other day. Riley, baseball previews of Major League Baseball on VEASAN by Adam Burke are must-reads in preparation for the new season beginning next week. On with Gil right now. Yes. Thank you, Riley. Checks in the mail. <laughs> I, well, you owe me a check, too, because I said it the other day. I said, no one on earth has ever written better baseball previews than Adam Burke. I mean that. You don't owe me a, you don't owe me a penny. Eddie, uh, Vegas, Eddie Vegan Runner. Pardon me. Not Vegas Runner. Eddie Vegan Runner. Kelly Eilish Bin Laden. 
This is so tweet. Yeah, his name's really growing throughout the week. Douglas, every World Series is unnatural. What does that mean? No idea. This is what happens. To, I think to know. You said you knew all the World Series champions. Oh, knowing every World Series yeah. is unnatural. That's right. Yeah, no. Well, I know. Something's wrong with my brain. Philly boy, LV4223, live footage of you channeling your inner Southern gentleman. LMAO showing up. <laughs> I believe that's DiCaprio from uh, Django Unchained, I believe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris Heath, a toast to the host that can boast the most roast. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Jason H11, I actually think Morikawa's in a better place right now. JT's one of my faves, but when the issues look to be mental, I get nervous. Would you characterize Justin Thomas' mental issues in no. terms of his golf game? No, no, the other thing with him is he's not, he hasn't played as much. Morikawa's more the mental one. I, I mean, Sneakers 10. Oh, I think he's at the Miami Open. Cheers to us. Enjoy the tournament. Uh, David Smith, any tennis today? I'm missing the show. Yes, there were four underdog plays. Um, Gracheva and Andreva on the ladies' side. Struff and Lajovic on the men's side. We'll put it on the, bix, on the picks page. All dogs. It's tough with this. When you say stuff like Lajovic, people are going to be like, what? How do you spell it? L-A-J-O-V-I-C. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where are they playing the Miami Open at these days? Do you, do you have three Probably minutes? Probably Miami. Do you have three minutes for me to do this? <laughs> okay, I'll try to do it in one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, is it, it's not Miami Gardens at the football stadium anymore, right? Because it used to be. Okay, so they used to do the Miami Open in Key Biscayne. Right. Heaven on Earth. Yeah, it was awesome. On Crandon Boulevard, Crandon Park. I've been to the, I went to it when it was there. Bro, for decades they did it there. There is a guy, an older gentleman who lives in Miami. His name is Bruce Matheson. His family has been in Miami for generations. They own massive pieces of land throughout Miami. And as part of that arrangement, when they gave or sold the land back to the city of Miami, the arrangement was he still got to have a say. His family still got to have a say in what happens on those parcels of land. And so he has made it his crusade to basically, in the name of preservation, get just ruin Miami sports. David Beckham wanted to put a soccer stadium in Miami. Say, he blocked it. They want, he wanted because it, it was on his spot. land. Yeah. The the tournament in Key Biscayne. By the way, the people of Key Biscayne, some didn't like it so much because it brought in unwanted traffic. Right. Even though it's before you actually get into Key Biscayne, but he basically blocked it from continuing in Key Biscayne. He didn't want there to be improvements to the stadium. So to answer your question, you know where it is? It's like. You know, by the freeway, by you know, at Hard Rock Stadium, like it's right. It's still it's the, so it's still at the football stadium. Yeah, like it's it's like a stadium in a stadium. In a stadium. They okay. put the tennis thing in the stadium. <laughs> it's dude. It's it's like I want Indian Wells is is paradise. See, Adam, it's not Miami. It's Miami Gardens. There you go, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, your, I wouldn't have gotten that right at trivia. With your in Miami. By the way, speaking of that, because the, the gentleman wrote, how do we keep store all this stuff in our brains? Can we just give a window real quick before we get into some thoughts here? It, it, on the break, you immediately said 22nd, 22nd anniversary of what? Yeah, 22 years ago. Well, I saw Randy Johnson trending on Twitter, and yeah. anytime somebody trends on Twitter, it's kind of horrifying just because usually it's bad news. Yeah. But it was uh, it's just the 22nd anniversary of Randy Johnson pulverizing, obliterating, pulverizing, vaporizing a bird in spring training. One of the more unbelievable pieces of video you would ever see. Mm -hmm. RIP to that bird. 20, 22 years ago today, to which I immediately then said, 
wait a minute. You went did, back another 20 years. So immediately <laughs> I was like, so didn't somebody in Toronto, while casually throwing the ball in the outfield before an inning, kill a bird and then they, they tried to prosecute for him? I immediately pumped that into the Google what? machine. August 4th, 1983, I was correct. Dave Winfield, he was playing for the Yankees at the time, killed a seagull in Toronto with a warm-up throw. The Ontario police charged him with animal cruelty, what? although the charge was later dropped. Yeah. Wait, okay. I got, Great I got a lot of questions. And I'll make this real quick. <laughs> I got one question. Yes. I, more important. How does a seagull, aren't they in a dome in Toronto? How does a seagull get in? Were they at the Were they at the dome at that time? I mean, the dome opens. The dome. It's, yeah, it's a retractable sky, roof. Retractable stadium. Roof. Yeah. Back back in that day too. Oh yeah, it was retractable. Oh, okay. But were they in that stadium back then? I don't even remember. I don't know when it was open. Anyway, you remember Dave Winfield hitting a bird? You don't remember what if they played in an open or closed stadium? Yeah, do I have to know all the details, Kelly? <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> that was the part I was more interested in. <laughs> all right, so he those... came in through the door. Somebody held it open for him. Do you like anything tomorrow of the two lines that were already made in the Elite Eight? Kansas State by two, Connecticut by two. Uh, nothing. I don't know. I mean, I UConn's been such a metrics darling all year, but. You know, the, the late great Brian Blessing once told me, you know, like when a horse runs its best race, you kind of expect a little bit of regression from it in the next race. Mm-hmm. UConn could not have played better yesterday. That so, game was, if you were watching the Michigan that. State game and you looked up at the score, that game was over in them so quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nothing, nothing on those two. I don't think so. I mean, I, I could see UConn-Gonzaga being pretty high scoring, but I mean, that total's already 153 and a half. So okay. I don't think so. I mean... The way that Kansas State moves without the basketball, that you know Noel is able to find those passing lanes. Jerome Tang is a damn good head coach. Yeah, I, I think Fort Atlantic's well coached too, but I don't know if they can answer that pick and roll either. So at least they have the seven footer in the middle. Maybe that'll help them. But I don't know. Kansas State really impressed me yesterday. It's a, again we were saying before earlier between Jerome Tang and Rodney Terry and Dan Hurley, you got a lot. Of, you got a bunch of coaches here who are. As Todd Wishnev said, in the nether regions of the tournament for the first time. Well, you don't have Rick Barnes, which is no surprise. Which, I, I, I mentioned that earlier. He had no answers last night. No. no adjustments out of timeouts, nothing. Nothing. Yep, He just looked lost. All right, got it. We got about 90 seconds. How about a baseball thought from, from the man who, and I will say this again, and I'm saying it completely seriously, Adam Burke writes the greatest baseball previews that have ever existed. Smartest baseball mind there is. Is there a baseball bet you have talked yourself into here in the last week or two that you didn't have before? Well, I don't know if I want to do this after you just gave me a bunch of praise. Oh, no. I don't think the Giants are going to be very good this year. (laughs) I I took under 81 and a half with the Giants, actually. Strike the question. I mean, look, they... Last year they had so many injuries. They used sixty-six different players last year. They, yeah. you know, kind of adopted the platoon philosophy and, and some guys got hurt and some guys just weren't particularly good. But I just as brilliant as Farhan Zaidi is. And he is. And I think Gabe Kapler's a pretty solid manager. I just don't know if this team has the horses to go out there and be a team with a winning record. But the biggest thing to me is we talked, I think it was on last week's show about the rule changes and about some of the impact that that may have. I also wrote a piece in our VEASAN baseball betting guide about the rule changes. But without a shift, the Giants pretty clearly led Major League Baseball in ground ball percentage as a pitching staff last year. And they're a horrifically bad defensive team. So now you take away the shift with a bunch of ground ball guys still there. I think they're going to give up a lot of runs. I don't think they're going to have the offense to counteract that. So uh, Giants under 81 and a half is uh, sad to say, Gil.
Well, I'll play uh, for you. Kelly, uh, just between you and me, if we could bump Adam Burke next week from the <laughs> slot. No, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> you're, you're right, though, because the Giants are also a team that tailored that ball club to their ballpark and won World Series doing that, maybe better than any team has. And so for rules to change on them quickly like that right. might not be the best thing. It's a good yeah. Great point. Uh, all of Adam's stuff at VEASAN.com and in the various VEASAN betting guides. Adam, always a pleasure and an honor to have you on, man. Appreciate it. Always fun to be here. Adam Burke at Skating Tripods, by the way, on the Twitter machine. Good luck with all your March Madness bets and beyond. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.